Welcome to Digital CEO. I'm your host, Beck Sadik. I'm a network marketing top earner and total digital marketing nerd. I built my network marketing business to the top using proven social media strategies. And it is my passion to share these strategies with you, today's digital CEO. Tune in each week for social media tips, strategies, and interviews with top leaders. Together, let's up-level the way network marketers do business online. What's going on, everybody? Today, I've got a pretty special guest. She is a branding expert. She is also a network marketing superpower. I was going to say powerhouse, but that came out weird. That's all right. She does almost 700000 a month in volume in her network marketing business. She definitely knows her stuff. By the way, her name is Julie Burke. But what I really, really am excited to tell you guys about Julie is that back two and a half, three years ago, when I was like really struggling with my business and I was like, oh, I'm just so sick of doing the things that I was doing. Julie is actually the person who introduced me to attraction marketing. Isn't that cool, Julie? That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so I, I can't believe it was only just a couple of years ago. I know. I feel like it was just yesterday. I remember laying by the pool in Vegas. And I don't know if it was, I don't think, I think you joined that day. And I was at the event I was speaking at for that attraction marketing company. And you joined that day when I was like at the pool in Vegas. Yeah, I was like so excited. I just had a connection with you. I think really just early on. So totally, totally. So, taking us, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm a big fan, and uh, she's become a friend, and I'm excited for you guys to hear from her today because I think when it comes to branding on social media in network marketing, like you are one of the best out there, if not the best. Oh. And I know that it doesn't come naturally to most people, right? So I think that they overthink it. I think that's part of the problem. Probably. I mean, and I know I have said, so that's why I could say that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Go ahead. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. So let's start off. Cause we're going to jump into the branding <clears throat> thing in just a second, but tell us a little bit just about your story. Like how long have you been in network marketing? Did you always build on social media? Did it happen overnight for you? Like what's your story, Julie? Yes. Okay. I found network marketing in 2012. I was just coming out of uh, owning my own brick and mortar business. I own a franchise since I was 23. Okay. So I had the store, the stores, I had, I had a multi-unit franchise. I had the stores for about nine years and I was pregnant with our first child. And I never wanted to go back to corporate America again. I never wanted to own my brick, another brick and mortar again, because I was a prisoner to the store. And I just was like, what am I going to do? Like, I felt, you know, I was very blessed and happy to be able to profit off those stores and be able to stay at home with our child. It was like the exact, exact plan I envisioned for my life. However, even though my husband had a great job, me the person I am, I still felt like I wanted to drive income into our home. I wanted my own income and I've always been driven. And um, I was like, what can I do? What can I do from home? And that's when I found direct sales. And it was a woman that lived local to me. So I took a stab at direct sales and I was one of the top producers of her unit. Mm -hmm. Never did it in my life. I just 
and I'll get to the reason I think why I've had a lot of success with selling mm-hmm. and marketing and branding and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then I was like, holy crap, like I'm gone nights and weekends. Like I'm literally high-fiving my husband as he's coming up from work and I'm leaving and I'm not getting home till like 1230 in the morning because these chicks just love to gab, talk, drink wine, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, back to the drawing board. And then I will never forget it. It was January, 2012. And I joined a network marketing business. And I was like, what the heck is network marketing? When the woman was explaining this to me and I was like, listen, give me the product. If it works for me, I literally was, I wanted the business. I didn't want the product. I wanted the business, very business centric focus. And that was it. And I dove in, I was like, tell me what to do. She told me what to do. But I was taught from day one to do curiosity marketing. I was not, and I was very new to Facebook, all the things. Um, So I had a profile, I think about 115 friends. And I did my first, you know, two weeks of the product. I did lose inches. I was losing pounds. Like I just couldn't believe it. And it was like the rest of the baby weight that came off. And I put a post out there and I had 45 leads. I had like 45 people. And I was like, oh my God, now what do I do? And she's like, okay, now we do a three-way call. I'm like, I literally have to schedule 45 three-way calls. And that's what I did. And she was in a mortgage business. She was working full time. And so I was like having to do nights, having to do weekends, like these three-way calls, right? All of a sudden, before you know, it was like four months in and she retires. Like she made enough money to retire. I was like on my way to six figures and I didn't have like things swirling in my head of preconceived notions about network marketing. Like I just, when I got the first six year of the pyramid scheme, it was for my best friend and I almost quit that night. I'm not going to lie. I was actually at a home party for a direct sales company and we're drinking wine and my friend's like, what's this thing you're doing now? And, and I said, oh, it's this health and wellness product. And she's like, oh, it's like one of those pyramid things. And I didn't even know what a pyramid thing was. So long story short, I go home. I was like crying to my mentor. I was like crying to my husband. And I really realized at that point I had to like understand this industry and this profession and what it really truly is. And that's when I just decided to put my head down, focus, align myself with people that were on the same path as me and just kind of push others aside. Like I didn't exile my, she's still my best friend, but it's okay to, you could agree to disagree. And I realized that like my dreams of being able to stay home. Now my girlfriend does medical sales. So she travels a lot and all that stuff, right? I wanted to stay home and raise a family, run my business around my own hours. And I was doing the three-way calls in the parties and I quickly realized about four years into network marketing, like I was so burned out from that. And that's when I decided to leave that company and made a switch. Wow. And then I went to the top of that company in my new company uh, in 2017 in eight months. Crazy. Crazy. All right, so funny story. We were, we were lying on the beach in, I think it was the Bahamas and Julie was like, oh my gosh, I just hit 200K in sales in a month. And it was like, you had just joined them a few months prior, right? Isn't that crazy? I know. We were like partying on the beach. <laughs> and I get a message from my upline. And he's like, you just hit 
and he, you know, told me they're eating. He's like, you just hit 200,000 in volume, like in freaking insane, insane. And I was like, give me another drink. Where's the alcohol? Let's go. I'm like, drinks on the house. And it was like free because we were on the cruise and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Gosh, it's so crazy. And now, yeah, this will probably right now where we're heading this month, this will probably be our largest month to date. It's amazing. It just keeps growing and growing. So it, it, it really is amazing. My goal, my goal is a, a million a month by the end of this year. So I have this month and next month. So I'm hoping to hit it this month that we hit it this month. But yeah, it's insane, girlfriend. Super, super exciting. So one of the things that I think is really cool, Julie, is that, you know, it's, it's not often that I talk to people that were successful right out of the gate. You know, most people have a little bit more of a learning curve. And I, I wonder if it's because you kind of, from the very start did this branding thing pretty naturally. Yes. I will say that. I will say that, that like sales comes natural to me because I don't overthink it. And I just, keep the conversation casual and focused on that period. Okay. So, but with the branding piece, because I was taught very early on do curiosity marketing, don't mention the company name, just show your life, just show like shared testimonials, share your story. Like I was taught all that from the beginning. And I really believe that that's what drew people in. People love to be curious and, and often we forget about that. So I never slam pages. I never slam my social media feed with product posts. I made sure that there was a balance and I continued to build my network. I continued to brand myself, not my company and not my products. Um, and it doesn't mean that I wasn't sharing success stories. It doesn't mean that I wasn't sharing um testimonials of what the business could do for somebody or what the products can do for somebody. But again, it was like a blend. It was a blend of things. It was a blend of me showing my life, me showing the kids and us hanging out and having like freedom. It was us traveling. It was placing the vision and casting the vision for others, what they could create. So yes, before we even knew what personal branding really was, before Gary V, before all that, like that's what I was doing. And in 12 months, I hit six figures with that company and was growing up a pretty large team. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. When you say that you brand yourself, does that mean that you like never talk about your company products, that you never talk about the opportunity? Like, what would you say? No, no. Like I said, I, I was still... I would sprinkle those in. I was creating, I was creating valuable posts and sharing things around, you know, maybe health and wellness. And then I was sharing like tips. I mean, everything that we talk about now with our content, I was doing that back then. So as I was saying, like I wasn't slamming people with posts just about my products or my opportunity, but I definitely absolutely was sharing success stories. It just wasn't all the time. So there was like a balance, right? It was, I think it was like three, maybe three times a week. I was sharing uh, either a success story with somebody I had on the products that was having some serious success with weight mm-hmm. loss. 
or it was somebody on my team. Maybe she just, you know, hit her first $500 a month and she was able to, you know, pay her car payment. Like I was sharing those stories, but it wasn't all the time. And to be honest, I was doing attraction marketing without even knowing what attraction marketing was because I never, ever, oh God, people that are going to hear this, they're going to follow over. You guys, I never wrote a list of 100 names. Yeah. I never hosted my own home party. And I never did cold prospecting reach outs ever. Crazy. I just, I never wanted to do it. So why the hell would I do it? Totally. Yeah. So I found my own way. And my own way was just continue to look at the people on social media, look at their, look at what they're about, look at their beliefs, look, right? Like look at who I'm looking to attract because in marketing, one of the best things we say is like, great marketing is attracting those that you want to you and repelling everybody else. And we often forget that because in network marketing, we're trying to cast like this huge white net Mm -hmm. And it, that wide net could have holes, probably lots of holes. And we're casting it onto people that in the long run will drive us crazy. I don't want just anybody on my team or in my business. I know that sounds crazy. Some people will probably gasp at that. Yep. But I don't want, you know, this person on my team that's going to be the big complainer or an excuse maker. I mean, yes, of course, there's going to be those people. But I'm very selective on who I bring in and who I work with and who's going to jive with our team. And I've always been that way. Always, you know, but as a leader, we still have to show up for the team. And so I was doing home parties, even though I wasn't doing my home party, I started to go to home parties for other people. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm gone again at night away from my family, sometimes driving an hour and a half to a party where two people would show up and one of the person was already on the freaking product. And I'm like, listen, I'm all about abundance, but Jesus, like this is just a whole other night away that from my, my family. And that's where I started. It was then 2015, two companies shut down, like two really big companies. Female was one in an energy company. Okay. And I said, Oh my goodness, I need to branch out. Like, I just need to branch out because yes, I love network marketing and what it's done, but I also feel like I want to create my own identity, my own brand. Even though I was developing this brand, I started learning more about branding and attraction marketing. And then in 2016 is really kind of when I went like full force into learning more around marketing, sales, and branding. And I was showing up and I was building my brand. Now people, we were talking about branding, people overthink their brand. All people really need to understand is just these few things. Like a brand is is personal. That's why it's called personal branding, right? right? So it's how you want people to feel when you show up, how you want them to hear you, how you want them to see you in your true voice, not somebody else's voice in your true voice. Cause I promise if you take on somebody else's voice, you're going to attract the wrong people to you. Right. And then you will be out of alignment and being out of alignment sucks. So you have to stay true to who you are. I will tell you, learn from my mistakes. You and I were talking before the show. One of the things I always stood my ground and would think about the values of how I wanted 
others to feel. So if you could pick three things of like three values that you want to stand for, right? How you want to be perceived. In the beginning, mine was fun, trustworthy, and real. Okay, those are my three. And those are the three things that I consistently hear from people, strangers on social media who reach out to me. Oh my gosh, thank you for that. Oh, you're just so real. Like I hear that all the time. So I'm like, okay, check mark. I'm doing something good there. But I will say, and this is what we're talking about for the show. When you come online, please talk about what you want to talk about and what, not what you want others to, not what you think others want you to talk about. Does that make sense? Yep. So really understand. And so really branding is, it's not just how you want to be perceived, but it's really about you, you getting clear on who you are, what you want to talk about, what you're passionate about, what you stand for, showcasing like your value, your talent, whatever that is, how you can help people be relatable. Don't show up as a hot mess express, but definitely there are moments where you want to be vulnerable, but in the vulnerability type posts, when you're building your brand, you want to be vulnerable, share maybe when you were in a down spiral, but then give them the upswing. Like, don't just, right? Like, don't just bring them down. You want to share the teachable moments. Yes. These are the things that build a brand and be unique. And then you hear people, well, everyone's talking about this. Everyone's doing that. No, you have your, your snowflake. There's no snowflakes that are perfectly made, right? It's like you have your own fingerprint. Mm-hmm. So I could sit here and tell you the same thing that, that Beck will tell you, you can listen to me and then Beck could go and regurgitate this back to you, but you're going to hear it different from me and how it's perceived because it's coming from me. Then you're going to take that in from Beck. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just, let's like kind of cut that off right there because I get the, that a lot from clients or students is they say, but so-and-so is talking about this, but so-and-so is talking about, well, yeah, we're all talking about the same things, but you're still showing up and you're still providing the value and it's still coming from you and your perception. And that's different. That's unique. I love that. So be yourself, right? Like don't like, it can be really easy, especially I feel like in today's online world to look around and be like, I want to be like that person. I want to be like that person. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to take inspiration from people right? Like I, I definitely took inspiration from you as an example, when I first got started online, but you've got to find your own voice and you've got to figure out what sets you apart and makes you different. Right. Totally. Totally. Yes. You have to. And that's why it's really important for you to brand yourself and not your company because you never know what can happen. That is true. That is definitely true. And we both are people that started with one company and thought we were going to be there forever, right? I yes. don't know if I thought that, but I thought I was going to I be thought there. that. I was like, go. Yes, like I drank the Kool-Aid. Totally, right? And then we both like pivoted and, and switched directions and found a new home elsewhere. And I'm so glad that I went out and built my own brand, you know, because it made that transition easier. And the truth is, is that you never know what's going to happen, right? You don't know if your company is going to shut down. You don't know if they're going to change leadership or something's going to happen that makes you need to look elsewhere. Exactly. You know, 
I'm not the same person I was in 2012. I'm not the same person I was in 2017 when I left that company and started over. I mean, I almost walked away from network marketing altogether when I resigned. And the reason I resigned is because I was out there having my own coaching pro- program, uh, having my own digital courses. I was doing affiliate marketing. I love affiliate marketing. I'm unapologetic about it. I love it just because I know how much time and energy goes into creating my own stuff. Right. And so that was just another income stream. Like I was out there diversifying because I am me and I want to stand in in my truth. Well, my company um, didn't like that. Let's just say that I was getting a lot of pushback. And I mean, like I had a multiple six figure position there, but because I had other income coming in, leaving and resigning as hard as it was to leave my team. Mm -hmm. I was able to do that because I had other income and because I had a brand. Now I didn't know I was going to go join another company. I was really going to just focus on my training company. And then I was like, Oh, but I love residual income. Right. So I did, I joined another company and I stood in my truth And I was showing up and I shared my story. And then before you know it, I like have all these people messaging me because I was speaking to the heart of the problem and the pain of what I see most network marketers have, which was they're so tired of doing home parties. They were so tired of doing the three-way calls. And I just found, I found a company that like, we didn't have to really do that. Right. And so I drew in the people that wanted to do it that way. So again, it's, you know, and they knew me as being the girl that, you know, was building funnels and systems and things like that. So long story short, building a brand absolutely helps when you decide you want to go in other directions. Your, your audience will follow you if you do a good job at that. And you just be honest, like I've been on this journey, I don't know, the last, I would say, especially this year with COVID and everything that happened, like, it's, it's been interesting. Let's just say that. Year. I don't even want to say the word that I want to say because it'll be embedded in my head. And I'm like, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. So let's just say it's been interesting, right? <laughs> so, but I've been on this journey, like personally figuring out because I'm at like the next growth phase. Does that make sense? Of yes. Where do I want to take my business? What do I want to do? I don't just build network marketing. Like, I like building other things. I am a creator. I am a visionary. I know this about myself. And we were talking about that. When people get started online and they come into this whole scene of social media, sometimes they don't ask themselves these very simple questions of who am I? What do I stand for? Like, what are my values? What are my core values? Who am I speaking to? Like, think about it. Are you speaking to moms? Is that who you want to attract? Like you have to think who you want to attract to you. In the beginning, it was everyone. Now it's mainly women and female entrepreneurs that I'm speaking to. So yeah, I mean, that's all part of the the branding process. Yeah. What I think is really cool and interesting too, Julie, is that like, what you're sharing is also like the evolution of a brand as an entrepreneur, right? Like I think sometimes people are so scared to get started because they don't, they want it to be perfect. You know, they want it to be perfect. So they're scared to get started. And the truth is, is that it's never going to be perfect, right? It's always going to evolve because you evolve as a human. Yes. That's probably the number one tip. 
like you, what you're saying right now, because I'm just thinking like, as I just reflect on just my God, the last four years of my online business, how long it, so the amount of hours I spent on my first website, which was my create success with Julie brand. Right. And then decided last year, I'm getting rid of that brand. (laughs) And I created a new brand and I can't even tell you how many hours I spent on that website, the freedom designer and like what that stands for. But my very first webinar I ever did online, it took me eight months to finally launch it. Why? Because I was living with the whole mindset. Cause I feel like mindset is the foundation for everything period. Mm. I don't care what skill set, what tool, what strategy you have. If, if you are not in total alignment and your mindset is not straight, like, I'm sorry, you're going to be, it's just going to feel like that stuck factor. Right. So right. for me, I was stuck in the perfectionism and I've been, I'm like recovering from that piece because that's the thing. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect. Honestly, as I sit here, I go, Oh my gosh, just go back to what I was doing in the beginning, which was showing up and giving value. I wasn't perfect. You look at my, some of my very first videos and videos will brand you faster than anything. Right. Absolutely. It, it hits all the sen- the all the sensories, like the kinesthetic, the auditory, and the visual, right? Like you're hitting them. So it locks them in fairly quickly. But if you look at some of my first videos, it was like, I think one of my very first videos, like I was tapping a pen on my palm and I was like talking because I was so nervous and I was like tap, tap, tap. And then all of a sudden the pen went flying out of my hand. And I'm like, so anyways, and you know, whatever. Well, you did it, right? But I did it and I didn't delete it. I just kept going with it. And then, you know, I just kept creating content and videos. And so that will develop your brand very, very quickly, but you have to know who you're speaking to. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not complicated. Just figure out who the heck you want to attract to your team or into your world. Right. That give your value to. Who do you want to help? Right. 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 Like right now I'm trying to figure out how to get my family and friends off my Facebook profile. Cause I want to use my profile. I built a business page, but I really want to use my profile for business talk, like yeah. not business talk where I'm, I'm selling, like adding valuable nuggets around building your online business. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Oh my God. Uh, I'm like my aunt Pat's on that. I have <laughs> someone on here. I, I, cause every time I do a live, and I stream yard to my personal, I'll say, or if I'm on my personal, I'll like put in like disclaimer, this is a business training. This is <laughs> That's so funny, Julie. Um, I like, I never go live on my personal page for that exact reason, but oh, I'm glad funny. you brought this up because I actually have a question for you now, because this has been coming up a lot lately, actually with the people I've been interviewing. And this is just kind of like st- more strategy related, but mm-hmm. I would say like when I first got started online, like three and a half years ago, the advice was build a business page, right? Like everybody was saying it and yeah, now, I have a course on it. Right. And now it's, it's absolutely shifted towards people are talking about using Groups. your personal page in a group. Mm-hmm. So can yeah. you, can you share a little bit about why you shifted? Cause you have a massive business page, right? Yes. But I ran into problems with Facebook with the Facebook ads. So my page, I still have, I haven't done much on my page. So basically I'll stream yard 
and I StreamYard to three locations right now, but I'll probably just do it. So StreamYard is a, an app I use, a system. Basically, you do one video and it streams to multiple places. It's awesome. Because in the past, I used to simulcast between my laptop and my phone, and right. I can only hit two platforms. So, you know, I know the group thing is big, but I had a lot of success on my fan page. And obviously my audience and I have people that follow me on my personal page. So part of me is, is actually in the process of figuring out what am I offering different in my group than I am when I just cast out my fan page and my personal page. And I haven't quite figured that out yet. And it might just be where I do boot camps and challenges inside of my group, right? Or I might just do the interviews inside my group because the group has should be a little bit more special than just there's got to be a reason to be in the group, right? Maybe showing up more a week. But here's the thing, like, I still want to get seen outside my group. The group is closed, which is why I always preach business pages. Right. Right. So I feel like if you're going to use a group, then you either need to be a repurposing the content that is inside your group and doing snippets of what you are like. So snippets of your videos, like the 20, 30 second snippets, and then pushing people into the group and you yep. a story around it. You can put it on your profile, like, Hey, don't miss out. Join, you know, mine is called freedom business Academy, right? So I'll say join freedom business Academy to get the rest of the training. So you could do teasers like that. But honestly, I find all of it kind of exhausting sometimes. So <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So I just stream yard. And you know what? The people in my group don't go, oh, you just, why did you just do your video on your fan page? They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. People to ask me questions and stuff in my group, right? Like I could do coaching inside my group. So, which I wouldn't do on my fan page for my regular personal profile but yeah I know groups are the rage, um, the rage. So in like a year it's going to be something else so right. and that's just what Facebook is doing because Facebook is pushing you to build deeper relationships with people and more connection which is awesome right but for our us business people like crap it gets exhausting sometimes because you're, you're like, like stop pushing oh, yeah. in all different directions right yeah. Over here doing a YouTube video, and then I'm like, oh my god, now I gotta learn Instagram, which I still with Instagram, my hands just go, they just throw up in the air. I'm like, I don't even know Instagram. I love it though. Don't you guys like love the realness though, right? Like, just Julia's a massive brand, a massive network marketing business, and she doesn't know everything, right? She's not like she's not the master on every platform. No, and I think that that's really important for people to hear. You know what I mean? Like. Things shift, things change. We have to shift and change as business owners. And like, you know, Julie doesn't have like a direct line to the person who tells her exactly how to do it when things change. She's just figuring it out like the rest of us are. Yeah, I mean, if I look at people that are all over the place with their brand and like, it's just like throwing stuff out like weekly, like another challenge or another this or another that, like, I just, my head spins and I'm just like, okay, 
that person has got it. it, it this is leading to this is hustle and this is going to lead to burnout. And you and I were talking a lot about this because when I started building online in 2016 to like 2018, for those two years, I was like hustling my butt off. I was like working in my office 10 hour days, like not even joking, even on weekend. And I was just creating so much stuff and it got the best of me, you know? And so, you know, it's a really about finding balance. And I believe you need to master one platform. One, you're having success. Awesome. Then you go into another. Don't go into another just because Sally Sue's having success. I mean, and maybe you're not having success yet on Facebook and you're like, well, Instagram. Okay, well then fine. Then completely leave Facebook for like a month and go over to Instagram. You know, like, yes, you could still kind of post here and there on Facebook, but don't focus on Facebook then. Go put the focus over on Instagram, but give it, it takes a while. Algorithms on Instagram is horrible and Facebook sometimes, I mean, is not the best. So it's always evolving. So we just have to evolve with it, but don't get lost in the, um, in the noise is what I'm trying to say. You have to figure out what works for you I've pushed over to Instagram, but I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like I'm at home on Facebook. Like that's where my audience has been. So maybe it's not Instagram, Julie. Maybe it is going over to YouTube because you enjoy doing videos. Do four videos, batch them in a day. When I say batch, it is literally just taking four videos that you can record in a day. And that gives you a whole month of content for YouTube. So try that, right? Because I've mastered Facebook. I built everything through Facebook, but I do, I would like to try another platform, but uh, YouTube, even though it's not social media, it is still a search engine. So maybe it's that because Instagram, like I said, I just, I'm not, I had almost 9,000 followers. I don't even know where they came from. I don't think I ever made a sale on Instagram. I just don't know how to use it. And that's not your platform, right? And that, no. that's okay. Like that's yeah. totally okay. No, totally I love it. Okay. I love that. So it's all right. We were going to wrap things up anyway. This has been awesome though, Julie. Like Thank I, you. it's amazing, right? Cause you, you gave your, your three things that you want to be known for, right? Fun, trustworthy, and real. And I don't think anybody can deny that that Hello. came. <laughs> this is, this is just one of those days, this guys. Real life, everybody. This, this is one real. of those days. <laughs> this is I don't think anyone can deny though, that that's what came through for you, Julie. Yeah. My kids are in the podcast now. They're on the zoom screen. All right, Julie, let's wrap this up. What is your network marketing superpower? Oh my gosh. My network marketing superpower. Holy cow. Connecting, connecting, just connecting with people and building relationships. I bring people in really quickly. And like I said, they, they feel like they know me and trust me. And I think connection is just my superpower. I love that. Keep it real. That's awesome. Well, this yeah. has been a little bit of a hot mess of a podcast. Thanks to me. But uh, <laughs> I love it. I, this I is real think- life though. Like this is the thing. So don't ever apologize for it. It's awesome. Absolutely. That's why we do what we do, right? So yes. yes. All right, Julie. So thank you again for being on to find out your network marketing superpower. Jump down to the show notes. I've got a quiz there for you. So you can find out what your network marketing superpower is. Julie, where can people find you? Facebook sounds like your jam, right? Facebook is my jam. I have a a group. It is Freedom Business Academy. And my website is thefreedomdesigner.com. 
thefreedomdesigner.com. Is it cool if I go ahead and link your group down in the show notes so people yes. can come and find you? Of course. That is totally cool. Yes. All right. All, All right. right. Sounds good. Thanks again, Julie. This was Thanks, awesome. Hun. We'll see yeah. you guys soon.